Hi, I'm Meredith Roden, and I'm the host of the Hatchet's weekly podcast, Getting to the Bottom of It, covering the happenings around Foggy Bottom and GW's campus. This week on Getting to the Bottom of It, we may not be on campus, but democracy must go on. The student association elections were postponed last month, but now election day is here. Student life editor McKenna Roberts and opinions editor Kieran Hefner-Shaw are joining us to break down what you need to know before the big day. All right, thank you both for coming on the show. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for having me too. Every year, the op section sits down with every single candidate for the top two posts in the essay, which are the executive vice president and the president of the essay. How long did that take this year? Well, this year it took a while. There was six candidates running for essay president and two more running in the EVP race. Uh, So each of those meetings lasted about an hour, and it was quite a long time compared to last year. That's that's an insane amount of time to me. Um, in, in all that time that you sat down and were listening to the candidates, you probably heard some pretty interesting ideas. What stood out to you when you were making the endorsement decisions that you have to make? It wasn't really just the ideas that stood out to us. It was about how the candidates could argue how they would implement them and how they would convince administrators to come on board. Um, one of the great ideas we heard was from Howard Brookins, who talked about establishing a food co-op on the Foggy Bottom campus. Uh, That was something we thought was a very unique idea. It hadn't been discussed by any of the other candidates, but it was also something that was student-run, and it was something that could be accomplished without the help of administrators. McKenna, this is also something that you're looking at with your experience as student life editor about how feasible these things are. Um, what stood out to you as something that could really be accomplished by students that in the current environment of the essay? So we definitely heard a lot of different ideas that came forward, as Kieran was just saying, and food insecurity was one of those. And uh, in the Student Association, they've definitely put a lot of work forward to um, provide students with more resources, whether it be hosting different events or um, providing different areas that uh, will sell um, different food options. Um, The store has been like a very popular topic um, in this election, I think. Um, because it's student-run and there have just been a lot of like collective action this year um, in the Student Association, so I think they have um, a lot of big ideas, but they have tangible tactics to achieve them. And like Karen said before, this is one of the largest fields that the Student Association has ever seen. Why is this year so different? Well, based on the conversations that I've had with students and student leaders over the past couple weeks, I get the sense that, um, again, going back to President LeBlanc's video where he made a um, very like insensitive racist remark, um, and there's been a lot of acts of anti-Semitism and racism on campus um, this year and this past semester alone, so it really drove a lot of students to look at who is in leadership and to... Um, try to take a bigger um, role in mitigating certain instances that happen and um, force them to really like step up and, and try to make a change. did that come up for you at all, Kieran, when you were having conversations with candidates? Certainly there are recurring topics that come up with almost every candidate and divestment, uh, LeBlanc's remarks, uh, the insensitive analogy was definitely one of them. It came up throughout uh, the uh, process of us meeting with the candidates. 
it wasn't exactly clear that the reason they were running was based on that at all, um, but it was certainly clear that this is a major issue for all of the candidates and all of the candidates supported divestment. More than more than candidates, which is obviously the biggest thing that I think students are looking for, there's also uh, referendums that the editorial board typically endorses. Which ones did the editorial board endorse this year? And can you tell us a little bit about why? Uh, yeah, there's five referendums on the ballot this year. The editorial board is endorsing four of them. Um, those four are the proposal to allow the student association president to vote on the board of trustees. Uh, we feel that without a vote, it's just kind of stupid for them to serve on the board. Um, the other ones are divestment, which is a position the editorial board endorsed earlier this year, uh, and uh, constitutional reforms to the SA, which are relatively major reforms, but not nothing that changes how the student government operates in that many ways. And we feel that most of them are common sense reforms. And so we're encouraging students to come forward and support it. All right. And we're also encouraging students to vote to support uh, gra graduate students looking to unionize. We don't think that the university will change their stance on it. Uh, in the past, they've been very firm in opposition to graduate student unionization but we think it's important that students show their support for a graduate student union. Um, but we're also going to be opposing the vote to split the essay into a undergraduate and graduate body. Uh, we feel that it would be disastrous to the way the essay operates. Um, I think the essay certainly needs to do more to work with grad students and make them feel involved, but splitting the essay along grad students and undergrads would really complicate the finances and how the SA funds clubs. Well, I'm wondering a lot, obviously there's a lot of student leader support for these referendums if they ended up on the ballot, but McKenna, are these actually, do these referendums actually have a chance of achieving anything or, or causing any larger ripple effect in the student body? The sense that I get from the Hatchets reporting is that I definitely think the divestment referendum um, might gain some more traction um, in the student body and then moving that to the administration to actually um, show them that there is so much student support for divestment as it's been the entire semester um, with all the protests and events that have taken place around divestment. Um, I think the graduate student or excuse me, I think the um, student association president having a voting voting power on the essay, or excuse me, voting power in the board of trustees um, is definitely a very, would be a very influential um, position for them to have. Um, unfortunately, I don't think a lot of students um, maybe like understand the context of what it's been previously. So hopefully they'll vote in favor of it, but it might not be um, understood by a lot of students on campus. And also, it's good to point out, I think, that this movement has been going on for a couple of years, and it hasn't really gone anywhere with the Board of Trustees, despite... For the divestment or for the um, voting power for the essay, President? For the voting power for the essay. Well, I mean, I guess both, really. I guess both. 
based off of my conversations with students. This year in particular, I think Sunrise GW really rebranded themselves and made sure that they were known to the student body. So that's why it's gained more um, traction this year. Um, as far as the voting members go, um, I wasn't here previous years to know how students um, reacted to it. I think um, the current president, S.J. Matthews, has done more work to make it known that it is um, something that the students need to have a voice in. And I also think that maybe some more students, at least from what I've seen this year, have made it aware that the board is the board of trustees are people who aren't necessarily listening to students. So hopefully they'll be more inclined to read through the referendums and look at some context about what's been going on. Well, while this conversation has been very interesting, and I think all the platform points of the candidates and the referendums is very important to have for for students who are voting, but everything seems to really be shrinking in the face of the biggest news story right now, which is the coronavirus pandemic. It's it's the biggest thing that students are thinking about right now. And I it is just so impressive to me that students can even think about campaigning or voting right now with the with what's going on right now. Yeah, so the last couple of weeks, reporters um, and myself have been talking to EVP president and senators who have tried to um, regain some support um, in the midst of all um, the events that have changed and like all the COVID-19 stress that it's caused a lot of students um, between moving off campus and back home. So I think candidates really took it as an opportunity to reach out to students that they may have not had access to in the past and show them that they're there as a resource for them and that they will do everything that they can to help students in the future, um, in the present time, and if they were to be elected into their um, into a certain seat. And so in the midst of all of this and how um, stressful it's been for so many people, I think it was really cool to see how candidates were able to reach out and show their support for students in a time that's so stressful. And Kieran, so you want people to vote this week. Why should they worry about this when everything else is so insane right now? Well, I wrote a little bit about this last week. And the position of students should be not that things are confusing and we shouldn't vote for something less important. We should recognize the hard work the essay is doing right now to help students during this pandemic. The essay has continued to fight for students to keep them informed, even when administrators have been a lot harder to reach. Uh, a lot of what they've done has been pointing students toward resources and helping gather a community around helping the students that are in need. Um, so what the essay has done is they've shown their value and their leadership at this time. And I really think students should show up to the election and vote for the candidates they think will best serve them next year, because this has been a very, very stark example of why the essay can be helpful. Yeah, that's a great point. And as a reminder, students are voting on April 8th and 9th. Are they using Engage to do that? Yes. So this year, the ballots will be sent to all students through a platform on Engage. Um, they will be sent to their emails. And this year, everyone will be voting for the president and the executive vice president positions through uh, ranked choice voting. This is a new um, way of voting this year. And so everyone can 
rank the students that they um, see best fit for the position, um, but all senator positions will be elected by first past the vote, meaning that whoever gets the most number of votes after the first round uh, for a senator position will um, hold that position for next year. Would have saved us a lot of trouble last year. Well, thank you both for joining us and having this conversation. Thank you. Thanks. And that's all for this week. Getting to the Bottom of It is hosted and produced by Meredith Roden. Music is produced by Old Studio. And a special thanks this week to Karen Hefner-Shaw and McKenna Roberts for joining us.